Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Tuesday, 1st March, 2022. Our bit today is taken from John 14, verse 15, which simply says, If you love me, keep my commandments. Oh, my people, please give our great and wonderful God much thanks and praise for getting us safely and successfully through Monday night the most difficult day of the week. That means the rest of the week will be easy, comparatively speaking. And don't forget thanks also for allowing us to see a brand new day, Tuesday, and a brand new month, March. Can you believe that we've already gone through two months of this new and rather confusing and turbulent year of 2022? The question that now remains to be asked is if we have kept pace with our New Year's resolution, that of becoming more involved with our wonderful Lord and Savior Christ, if he's become a greater priority in our lives, in fact, the number one priority. Yes, friends, I hope the answer is a resounding yes. That's because until he becomes our very reason for living, we'll never completely enjoy the abundant life that he died for us to have. Now, we all know the definitive scripture found in John 10.10, where Jesus summarily declares, The thief cometh not, but, or except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come, though, that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And what does that mean? eh? Simply what he says, that unlike the deceitful and destructive enemy, he came to earth to save us, both physically and spiritually, so that we could enjoy our, our earthly lives, as well as look forward to one in eternity with him. But we need to believe him and live exclusively, sorry, and live exclusively for him, be his sheep, his dedicated followers, because he is the good shepherd and looks after his sheep like no other shepherd, which includes dying for them. As he says later on, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck or snatch them out of my father's hand, because I and my father are one. And that comes from John 14, 27 to 30. And my people, like the scholars say, that gives us the divine assurance that all believers will be utterly safe from any creature that might wish to destroy them? And does any other supposed God or deity give us such assurance? eh? No way. But how can they when they are dead idols and images? However, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ died on the cross at Calvary for us, then rose again from the dead to live forever so that we also can live forever. That is, if we live for him in this earthly life. 
And please note his words when he spoke to the disciples, re his leaving and promised the coming of the Holy Spirit, our future comforter. He said, I will not leave you comfortless or as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Oh friends, further assurance than that those who believe in Christ are safe and secure in him, and Christ is safe and secure in the Father. Whoa! That comes from John 14, 18 to 20. And no wonder but Paul could write to the church at Rome with overwhelming confidence. For if when we were enemies, we are reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being or having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also join God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement, that's the reconciliation, and that's taken from Romans 5, 10 to 11. Now that is thoroughly logical. If we were reconciled to God by Christ's death, then why shouldn't we enjoy all that he is through his resurrected life? No reason whatsoever. And in Paul's second missive to the church at Corinth, he puts it this way, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. And that comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 4 and 14. And Paul felt the need to be so much like Christ that to the church at Philippi he wrote, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made comfortable unto his death. And you can find that in Philippians 3.10. No, that is what you call real longing for Christ and to be like him. And the scholars say that verse can be paraphrased thus. In order that I may personally know him, that I might both experience his resurrection power and share his sufferings, and thus I will be more conformed to his death. Oh, my fellow saints, that's all that's what we all should be after. And I know that we don't want to necessarily experience the sufferings of Christ. And most of us won't experience the sufferation that he was forced to endure for our sake. But we can all enjoy the power of his resurrection if we stay faithful to him. And if we do, he's promised never to leave us alone to send the Holy Spirit to comfort and lead and guide us. Then, when the time is right, he will come back and take us unto himself. And one of the many wonderful things about Jesus 
is that he puts his requirements so simply and clearly. Listen to this one that truly covers everything. If you love me, keep my commandments. <laughs> no, how can it get any clearer or simpler than that, Emma brethren? It just couldn't. And that's why those of us who are sincerely trying to live for Jesus can boldly and confidently go home declaring, yes, we spell declaring right today. We can go home declaring our Tuesday mantra, letting the whole world know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel. As one voice now, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. Amen. So friends, let's go out and do just that now. Let's go out and share Jesus' amazing love and friendship with those who don't know him so that they too can come to know and love him just like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, simply living for Jesus, that's what this life is all about. And you better believe that, my people. Living for Jesus is all that we are down here to do. That's what the Lord made us to do, to live for him, glorify him, do his work and bring others to him. So please, let's get about our business now. Get about it seriously so that we too can get to heaven with Jesus and bring others with him. Let's do the fruit of our life. You know, when the Lord asks, what have we done? We can, he, he rather you won't have to ask. He will see what we have done. So please, let's get together and do what we need to do. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.